I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Welcome back to the movies. What's happening, Hoops? Right. We have Argyle fever here at the program, much like the rest of America. It's uh, made a whirlwind, I think, 10 mil at the box office over the weekend. People can't stop talking about it. You Who's sure agent? it wasn't 2 mil? I mean, that would have been cut. My whole salary. That's the big reveal at the end. Who's the real agent Argyle? It's Bruce Willis. In they a- wheel him out. In a performance that he does isn't aware of. Do you think existence. he's toothless yet? I, I do. You know he's toothless. It's very sad. Let's not <laughs> get... I'm talking all the teeth gone. Oh, like completely? Oh, yeah. He's missing a few, but that's not toothless. Mm. I need him no dentures, just gums. Just gums. Too mad. I need Argyle in the theater, like Is... a true sicko. I've been listening to the score... As oh. I've uh, been known to do. And I, don't know, I just think it's funny to talk about Argyle. I think the name itself is funny. I think the type of sweater is funny. I went through a brief, in the eighth grade, I went through a brief Argyle vest phase that I believe carried over into high school. I don't Did know if you, you recall my sweater vest days. I feel like I'd remember an Argyle vest phase. I owned two Gap argyle sweater vests and would wear them with a like gingham checked shirt underneath they were in the mix they were i looked like one of those caricature photos with the guy with his hand under his chin (laughs) or rather uh, like a headshot yeah that's sick not a good look at all and twisted that's like joker shit Mm. speaking of fucked up shit that you do you've been listening to the green lights audiobook by uh, Matthew McConaughey. How's that been grabbing you? Well, I feel attacked, <laughs> but I finished it yesterday, and I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Oh. It was pretty good. Did you say it was all right? All right. All right. He's in. In fact, yeah. There's like a whole, not I don't want to call it a chapter, but there's definitely a stance or two where he's like, and then that's how I got the all right, all right as my catchphrase. And you're, I'm like, is this really happening? It's like, this is the moment. <laughs> this is it. He'll do, he'll tell a story about a way something went down. And then at the end of the story, he'll go, green light. And then the chapter ends and it's kind of awesome and also a nightmare at the same time. When it first came out, I was like, is this a bit? Because I like to say, we like to say green light, Mm. mostly jokingly about shows and movies on occasion. Mm. But he's just completely like, there's a green light. I see. Yep, that's a go. Well, in the beginning, he's talking like Russ from True Detective, just in circles up his own ass and just spitting platitudes. And I was nervous. I was like, if the whole book's like this, I got to return it. And the Mm. client recommended it, and I didn't want to be rude and be like, I hated it. He's like, the whole book is exactly like this. (laughs) You're just going to be coasting on waves of this. There's a decent amount of that coming in. And then he goes through like very humble, like he's very revealing and and real in it. It's overall, it's a good book. Six out of 10, I think is a fair uh, rating for Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Now available on Audible. Ooh, 
And while I'm revealing things to the audience oh, that you no. may or may not be happy with, oh, uh, no. you went to cancel Stars recently, but then they roped you back in with a hot deal? Actually, let me correct you. I did cancel Stars a year ago when this, I believe it was whenever I watched the end of season two of Hightown, hmm. which I'll talk about in reviews because season three is a hot one. Thank you. Yes, hello. Best show on television, buddy. I've been looking forward to the Hightown Corner. Anyway, I, I watched all of it and then I realized Stars really has almost nothing else. It has like black sails and Vikings and like Marie Antoinette, the show, and mm. nothing really. They canceled Party Down after like one season. Yeah, they famously have nothing but like Curtis 50 Cent Jackson produced series, especially at this point. They had a brief falling out where he was unhappy with them. And I think they probably did whatever they could to keep him in their good graces because he's the whole network. Yeah. All BMF is him, uh, Power was him, and all three spinoffs are all... There's nothing else that all people books. watch. All chapters of the book. <laughs> Good to see. The good book. <laughs> um, yeah, so they offered me a hot deal. Uh, it came through as an Instagram message, and I said, or an Instagram ad, and I said, fuck it, yeah. $49 for the year. Mm. And then it renews at like $69 a year. And in my head, I'm like... Even sixty nine dollars is like you don't even notice that coming out of the account. I think you should email them back. Be like, I'll give you seventeen bucks for the year. What do you think? <laughs> They're like, okay, fine. <clears throat> like, that's kind of what you do. What I do with Sirius XM because I mean nobody really wants Sirius anymore. I, at least I don't know that many subscribers. Ooh. Ooh, what have I done? I bankrupted the network, Robin. Yeah, Sirius. I used to like enjoy a lot of programs on there, and now I don't. I'm actually in the middle of a free trial of that. They sent me a thing and I was like, I'll see what's doing. I never listen to it. The amount of free trials you've done with SiriusXM, there's they should just like flag your IP address. <laughs> like this guy is he's come in here quite a few times. We've got him. This phone number is banned from free trials. They have my poster up on the wall in FBI headquarters. This is the free trial kid. We've been searching for him for decades. There is something very satisfying about trialing a program and going in and finding the way to cancel. And then you get rid of it and it's gone. It sucks when they get you mm. in the exact manner that why they do this. You just forget to cancel. And it's like, oh, no, I got dinged for a month of like MGM plus. I'm going to fucking kill myself. Monty actually ad made an attempt at his own life after he got accidentally charged for HBO Max after mm -hmm. he, he had finished watching a program. Yeah. He, he was very upset. I get that. I would do the same. I couldn't come up with a good program to make a joke there, but uh, we'll say Sex in the City, uh, the new cast or whatever that. Yeah, the new one. And just like that. There it is. Just like quietly in its third season. Mm. Did you see that they put out a poster for the upcoming Beetlejuice 2 that they've officially titled Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice? What do you think of that? <sighs> They're just setting the stage for the third one, which will be Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Don't do it. Oh, he fucking did it. Hey, guys, it's me, Beetlejuice. <laughs> He's here. He came because he said his name three times. <laughs> oh. Bifflejuice? Beefljuice. <laughs> <laughs> you freak fuck. You as Beetlejuice would be very fun. Just like. I'm laughing more about Biff. <laughs> Bifflejuice. He pops out like vids. <laughs> That's fun. This is for nobody. That's correct. <laughs> this is a podcast for hundreds of people, yet I'm doing this just for me. I'm trying to steer it into like Beefle Juice. Like, That's yeah, at yeah, least like you. The, the nickname they call you. <laughs> what do you think? 
me steering us right back off a cliff. Uh, speaking of going off a cliff, did you see that Danny Masterson has been transferred to Charles Manson's prison? I did not. That's kind of fucked up. Mm. I don't think he's getting out. No, he's... Who, Charles Manson or Danny? I believe Charles Manson is deceased. Is Mm. he not? I'm not even sure. Do you remember my brief uh, Charles Manson audio clip phase where I was repeating the lines or playing that one? Like, I don't kill anybody. I think it. That's classic beef. That was when I was like deep down the rabbit hole of drugs, folks, and I'm not proud of it. Poke kid. The... Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Well, I, I think that's an okay title. And I think it's going to be bad because Tim Burton hasn't made a good movie in like 22 years. I believe you're forgetting about Wonka. He didn't make that, but I'm not forgetting about that. And that'll be in our reviews section later in the program. Oh, right. That's the whole point. He didn't direct that one. He did direct Dumbo, that like other Disney movie. He's like been bad for a while, but he did this and Keaton's in it. So I'm trying to like be positive about it. And also he announced he's doing a remake of something called Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. People are saying maybe Tim Burton's back. That's a pretty famous one, right? Remember the poster? I've never seen yeah. it, but I'm a Tim Burton guy. I think Edward Scissorhands was cool. I like both of it. I think his two Batmans are my favorite ones. Yeah. They that's... have the least fat on them. Like the Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. ones, I would chop probably 45 minutes from the from the trilogy entirely yeah those are fun movies that still hold up i Mm. watched both of them recently and it's like yep it still works did joel schumacher do batman forever Mm -hmm. okay and batman and robin yeah gotcha my two favorite correct that that makes the most sense those Clooney slash val kilmer batmans (laughs) those are so muggy tommy lee jones not sanctioning jim carrey's buffoonery on the set that's funny that he actually said that. I think Batman is. Forever is fun. Ba- Batman and Robin is just terrible, but Batman and uh, rather Batman Forever is fun. Yeah, they're all watchable and they're fun to just like take a step back and look at and be like, wow, like shit was crazy in the '90s. <laughs> like, mm. look at this. They spent a fortune on this. This movie's like just nuts. But yeah, maybe Tim Burton's back. We'll see. The a group of 40 people got locked in a movie theater during a screening of The Holdovers after employees forgot they were in there. And a lot of people were making a joke that they were held over mm. after watching the movie, where something similar happens. Paul Giamatti and his student have to stay behind at uh, school while everyone else goes on a fun trip. They couldn't kick the door down? I, I feel like they- I'd kick the door down. Yeah, that would you immediately like unhinge the seats from a row and like make a barricade to storm out. I would definitely bust out. I'm not staying in there for 40 minutes with a bunch of strangers after the movie ends. Yeah, I'd immediately be pretty concerned. I'm gone. And like, have you ever been locked in anywhere? No, I don't Mm. think so. Like stuck in an elevator? That's the most logical one. Fucking, I got locked in fucking I'm sorry, elevator what? with a fucking, like, six fucking babes once. Oh, six. What happened then once you fucking, were locked in? Was it fun? Fucking, you can think about it. Like, fucking did you guys out. all have sex? Fucking, maybe. Fucking, Sick. You know, fucking shit was crazy. Um, it's like, no, actually, uh, the, the elevator, they were all decapitated, and they tried to <laughs> exit, and it fucking fell, like, in speed. Do you think, uh, uh, rather, Paul Giamatti is going to win Best Actor? 
Ooh, I think there's a good chance. It seems like it's Killian Murphy's year. There you go. Killian is, I think, if you look at the the odds on DraftKings, Killian is highly favored. Kid, I'm always looking at the odds on DraftKings. That's what I fucking do all day. I might bet on every award this year. I had some fun with it last year. I'm going to really sink some cash into this. Just throwing dough around? I don't see why not. I mean, I forget that you can bet on stuff like that. I should be doing that. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Becoming a full-blown gambling addict, but just on the Oscars. So it's only like a once a year thing. You're like a periodic gambling addict. I'm like, I'm all in for Wonka to win Best Picture. Like, it wasn't nominated. <laughs> like, uh, put me all in anyways. Just ruining yourself? Let's go. Um, I don't know. He, I think he could win. But you're probably right. It's probably going to be Killian. The odds for Killian are like, if you bet 100 bucks, you win 105. So mm. usually that means that's going to be the one. And I opened Prime Video the other day and got an alarming alert that says... Movies and TV shows included with Prime now have limited ads. You can upgrade to ad-free for another $3.99 a month. Mm. And Netflix did this recently. They have ads now. Everyone online's making the joke like somehow the streaming or somehow cable returned. Yeah. It's it's honestly, I got hit with two of them in the same night the other night. I got the Amazon one, the $2.99. And then immediately I got an email from Hulu of like, oh yeah, there's going to be a price increase. Oh, and by the way, now you can't share it with anybody. Like it's going to, we're going to change the, and they don't even tell you that in those words. They make it real cryptic and then they don't, you can't find it in the language where it says what's going to happen. They're like, we're going mm. to make changes to the way you share profiles. It's like, don't try to say this in a way that maybe it'll be a good thing. Like mm. what you're going to do is you're going to track everybody's IP and then if it's not like for, for example, YouTube TV, my dad has it and he, he pays like 80 bucks a month and you can, they, the way they sell it to you is, oh, you can share this with your, you can have your YouTube family. He shared it with my brother and I, and my brother and me, and I was logged in and it, and then eventually it asked me, it was like, are you traveling or are you here for, is this where you live? And I just clicked out. I wasn't thinking about it. It's like none of your business, YouTube yeah. TV. And then it goes, well, guess what? Your trial's over. You can't use it anymore because you don't live here. And like nothing I did could bring it back. So I went into my dad's Google settings and I changed the address. And like two times a year, you can change where you are. And I'm like, I told him, I was like, if this locks you out, then I'll just switch it back because you can revert it. Yeah. But it's just the fact that you're, they're taking $80 a month per person, and then they're still going to grind you on sharing it with anybody. Mm. And this is a company worth, you know, an outrageous amount of money that I'm not even going to try to quantify. Mm. I'm just, like you said, we're back to cable. Yeah. Just give me a box and call it a day. It's annoying. I'm glad I have that fire stick thing, and I can, like, cut down on all these streamers because they've become, like, un manageable and they don't have like the goods to justify having them i'm paying 14.99 a month for paramount plus i don't even look at it yeah it's like cod saying it's the best one that's sick maniac i don't like i watched the curse on there it's got some stuff they have all a showtime now and like there's some original stuff trickling in and by that i'm not referring to the halo show which is surprisingly coming back for season two that's uh, back yeah I don't know anyone on Earth who's watching the Halo show. Cod is the only one. I don't even think they've got him anymore. Mm. Cod, if you're listening, we need a confirmation one way or the other. Are you a Halo TV show on Paramount Plus guy or not? We need to know. The did you see Larry David uh, fighting Elmo on the Today Show? Is that anything? It was fun. 
was it planned or was he like riffing? Yeah, he was just riffing. Like he, they had him on for a bunch of interviews. He was very like Larry David about all of it. He's promoting the upcoming final season of Curb, which starts tonight, actually. Does it really? It does. Holy shit. End of an era. But yeah, what? like he smushed Elmo's face in this picture. I guess Elmo is a father. Elmo and his dad were doing a whole thing. Larry interrupted mm. it. That's funny. But yeah, it's, it was a good bit. Yeah, send me some reminder of that. I'll watch it off air. And I he need said, that. Larry said, I would do it again. And Smush Elmo's face? Yeah. Do you remember like Tickle this. Me Elmo? What a craze that was at Christmas time. Um, I do remember that. That was like the first toy I remember, like everyone on Earth being like, "Whoa, we gotta have this." Yeah, I remember not caring much about it. I wasn't a big. We were Elmo a little guy. past it age wise. I think maybe our brothers wanted it or something. But yeah, it was. It was a. It was for those that don't remember. It was an Elmo doll that I think you squeeze its belly and it's like touch my belly or whatever the fuck. I can't do an Elmo voice. I don't mm. think. And I remember th it was like everywhere. It was one of those like the in the retail days where people would trample each other in toy stores and like Black Friday sales. And like, I kind of miss that. That just like animal apocalyptic behavior. We don't mm. get that anymore because everything's just online. Like for me, the closest you'll, you'll get to it now is like you go on the Nike sneakers app, you hit, you want to get the shoe and then you don't get the shoe. And it's just like hundreds of millions of people all trying to get the shoes at the same time. And they only release like a million pairs or half a million or whatever. Mm. Um, Two mil. Maybe. Also, I don't even wear shoes anymore. Just slippers. Also, I'm so lost. Larry David is, uh, I saw he's going on tour with some sort of, they're describing it as like a speaking tour. I imagine it'll be something resembling stand up. And uh, I was looking at it, but the logan said like the nosebleed seats are 180 bucks or something crazy like that mm. so i don't even know what the regular seats are but that'd mm. be cool to see ld live i wonder if that's funny mm. probably gotta be right yeah this last season of curb was outstanding so i have high hopes it's weird it's finally actually ending do you think he'll bring it back now people love no. saying you think it's actually really done he said in an interview, because he's like, everyone's been asking me this, because he said this before, and he was like, look, I said that before, but I wasn't 76 years old when I said that before. He's like, this is it. This he's is 76? End. Yeah. Wow. Old guy stuff. Mm. He's but, a little bit older than I am. Like Vince is in this new season, Vince Vaughn? He's, in my opinion, the best side. He's up there. Him and He and Funkhauser are the two best side characters of all time on Curb. Funkhauser really reached main character status almost, but... But but Vince's addition makes no sense, and it's just fucking great. Mm. And I can't even remember. Is he playing himself or not? He's not, right? No, he's just playing a guy. That's why it's even funnier. He's just quietly like one of the leads on Curb mm. in its final season. Uh, speaking of how fucked up the streaming services can be, you told me you were watching the Peacock original Bosco the other day. Did I say that? Or were you just uh I might have been making a joke, this? yeah. Bosco, a new Tom Jane vehicle? Uh, he'll do anything at this point. He took a swing with Hung. It didn't land. <laughs> and now, you know, he'll take whatever. What He's, was he, the Punisher? Yes. <laughs> but that was This was like a lifetime. He's been stuck in like Bruce Willis, Amazon Prime original. Oh, yeah. Hell for a while now. Those kind of movies where it's like a side profile of him with another guy smaller in the corner. And like the names of the, ca or the actor's names are on the wrong guy. Yes. It was photoshopped by like me putting a fucking bit together. It's 
it's fucked up. Do you think that's his real cock and hung? I never, I don't think I saw it. There's a dick reveal, I think, after. Because the whole bit about Hung was a show on HBO, folks, where there was this, like, I don't even remember what the deal, he was just like a man on earth and he had a big DI. Yeah, that used to be all you needed to get a show greenlit. That was it. I guess this is a show. Sure, give it four seasons. Yeah, it was like Californication for dummies. Hmm. And I don't know, it lasted at least three seasons, if not four, yeah. And I remember being one of the only viewers. He had these two like odd non-binary looking kids that sort of just made no sense in anything that were both very like ham-handed as far as main side characters go. I remember I gave up on that show pretty quickly. But I remember being a few episodes in and being like, these kids are some of the most unlikable characters I've ever seen in anything. I couldn't imagine continuing watching this program. There were a horrific, horrifically bad miscast. And that can, it's the funny part is even when it's not a main character, if it's just like, oh, this is going to be the the eighth lead, it's the main character's son or nephew or whatever. If it's badly, if it's cast that badly, it can ruin the entire show. And it did for sure. And then they, they go off and do like side storylines. It's just, I don't know. Hung was a bad show, folks. Don't watch it. I wasted, you know, probably a full 40 hours of my life sucking down a bunch of different episodes. Because it was, what, four, eight, or ten episode seasons, at least? That sucks. Yeah, HBO doesn't clown around. Um, The Rock made history this week, unfortunately. Well, fortunately for us, because it's not in a good way. Uh, The Rock, I'm going to read it directly from TMZ. It's The Rock and Roman Reigns segment from last night's SmackDown is now officially the WWE's most disliked YouTube video of all time. With over 200,000 dislikes in under only nine hours. And it had 1.6 million views, 57,000 likes, and 200,000 plus dislikes. Damn. Yeah, things things aren't going great for The Rock, it seems. I feel like we really started a revolution. We were definitely at the forefront. By shitting on The Rock and just how much of a koja he is. Yeah, there was a whole story about like he owns his name now because yeah. like Vince got accused of stuff and they had to like restructure the company. And I don't know. I'm always Vince McMahon got accused for those that don't remember of defecating on a woman's head during group sex. If you smell, <laughs> The Rock was probably there doing all that. I stuff. was going to say The Rock trying to distance himself from Vince McMahon gives me a feeling in the back of my mind that there's a chance that he's a part of all that tomfoolery. And if that comes out, then our cancellation of the rock will begin and everything falls into place. (laughs) Then we can, then the work can begin us down in the basement in the chill zone, just like setting this up like pinky in the brain. (laughs) Yeah. Me like, Uh, yes. (laughs) Putting drops of stuff into a beaker, like a scientist to get this cancellation just right. Oh man. But yeah, the rock, maybe he was the one who shit on that girl's head. Maybe. Can you imagine his dumps? Vince was like, you know what? Like, or the Rock was like, say I wasn't there, brother, and give me my name back, and we'll we'll make a deal out of this. And I also want Black Adam two to get greenlit outside of the new James Gunn's new DCU. Vince, can you make this happen for me? And then I just had a pancake cheat day, brother, and look at this dump coming out of me. <laughs> it's big and fibrous. <laughs> Gonna mush it all over your head. Vince is like, you need to shit on China or you're <laughs> fired. 
China just deflecting the shit with her giant clit. Hmm. <laughs> Pew! I know everyone listening can imagine China's clit. Yeah. From those famous nudes when we were like 19 or whenever. I'm picturing it clear as day. Like it was... Looks like a catcher's mitt. Ho. Ho. I, uh, he definitely beat to China. I never said that. I need confirmation, Sean. Did you or did you not beat to China? I'd bet everything I've ever known on the fact that he did. <laughs> I'm not normally like this. You, you are actually. You're always like this. I never said that. You did. Fuck and- you, Diamond Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean, while you're here, I'm glad you're here because things need to get a little serious for a moment. Because... We lost one of the greats this past week. I don't think you're very funny. Carl Weathers. Oh, man. That's actually not funny at all. That's a bummer. Is down. Let me play the clip. I got this clip. Do you see me more as the respected dramatic actor or more of the beloved comic actor? Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) You take this home, throw it in a pot, add some broth, a potato. Baby, you got a stew going. Yes, that's right. We're not quoting his work in Rocky <laughs> or Predator. We're quoting his run on Arrested Development, where he played himself as Tobias's acting teacher. I think he's one of the greatest action stars of all time. Yeah. Like, he did the two best Rocky movies and the best Predator movie. I don't, mm. know, if, what, I don't know where he is in the other Predator sequels, probably in one of them, right? I think, no, he dies in one. He dies. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, guys. But it's a legendary death. It's Good it's point. Cool. So those are the two. Like he's in the good, the best Rockies and Predator, and and then also he does Happy Gilmore and Arrested Development. Like this guy's a fucking ten out of ten. Yeah, like I saw a lot of people posting stuff, and those seem to be like the four things. I'm like, it's it's iconic work. Apollo Creed, mm. awesome character. Yeah, and uh, who do you think's more upset about his death, Sylvester Stallone or Arnold? Ooh, they both had a heartfelt... Sly had a video that I was watching. I was like, hey, I'm getting a little emotional watching this. (laughs) Arnold just had like a text. uh, He had a tweet about it. I'm really going to miss you. Doing an Arnold impression sucks. I can't do it. It's It's not even fun. It's so beyond hacky, it might be back. E. It's that gets circled all the way back around. People do the... uh, 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 It loses me completely. I'm like, no, that's not funny. They famously had a rivalry in the I forgot 80s. about that. They uh, There's a fun story where Arnold like tricked Sly into making Stop or My Mom Will Shoot by pretending that that was the next movie he was going to do. Like He read the script, was like, this sucks. I'm going to say I'm going to do it and watch Sly would want to do it. And then he did. <laughs> I don't know how that true movie it. is awful. Is that with Estelle Getty and like them? Um, I can picture the cover clear as day, like from Prime Time Video in Hanover. Yeah, Tell yeah. me you remember that place. I do. Across the street from Asinippi. Anyway, um, I can picture the poster with like Estelle Getty's face. It is Estelle Getty, right? Close oh. up with him next to her, and there's a gun and Prime Time Video. That might be the one that Dan's dad owned. Really? Friend of the show, Dan. His father owned a video store. How have we never discussed this? I've been there. I used to go there with my dad all the time. I don't know if it's that one. But it might be, and we should talk about it next time he's on either way, because... That would have been the most interesting thing to discuss ever, and we've never even touched on it off the off air. <laughs> Classic us. <laughs> we'll hey, Dan, if your dad owned primetime video, 
go fuck yourself for not sharing that with me because that was the best store wow. on earth. We're going to get into it. It really was. I used to love that fucking place. And then Blockbuster came out and swept them right under the rug. And I must admit, I did enjoy Blockbuster as well. But Prime Tab Video was better. Hell yeah. Um, R.I.P. Carl Weathers. R.I.P. Video Stores and Carl Weathers. Adabadoo. Also, people were reposting the scene <clears throat> from Happy Gilmore where he... He's like, don't be sad that I'm in heaven now. Like doing that, I was like, fuck, this is good stuff. Did it get you? Wait, don't it tell did. me. Did you say it? I didn't hear it. Damn it, we can't play at home. But I, I didn't hear it, so we're gonna just do. And I don't even know where the Jeopardy music is. You, I'll get it again later. Fuck, you but did it, cry, didn't you? I didn't, but I, I could have if mm. I, you know, if I wanted to. It's a, that's the power I have. It's uh That's probably like a skill, right? It's a great responsibility. Yeah, that, I start to put that on resumes. I'm like, I can cry on command. Sad guy You stuff. should cry every time your boss uh, wants to talk to you. Just full-on <laughs> tears. In meetings, I'm like, I'm just fucking, I fucking... I'm doing my best. I can wait. Speaking of deaths, it was also the 10-year anniversary of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's death. Huh? Go ahead. That, uh, I saw that, and I was getting sad about that, too, because he's also one of the greats. Mm. That would have been sick if Philip Seymour Hoffman and Carl Weathers teamed up. Like a Planes, Trains, and Automobiles kind of movie? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm there with you. It would have been perfect. Like, they meet, and it's awkward, and then, like, they become a duo somehow, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's really annoying, Fuck. maybe. This would have been my favorite movie. I sharted. I tried to fart, and a little shit came out. <laughs> I sharted. Yes. Still think that movie would have worked better with Jack Black, but hey. Philip Seymour Hoffman gets so much out of it. It's a movie like clearly was written for Jack Black. And he's oh, like, yeah. oh, I can be Jack Black because he's that much of a pro. You know my favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. That's not even, for me, it's my favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman performance by a legit mile is Happiness. Yeah. He's so fucking funny in that. And it's so awkward and weird. And the scene where he's dancing with um, Cameron Mannheim Mm. with air supply all out of love playing to me is one of the funniest things ever recorded in history one of the most romantic scenes in film history for those right? that haven't seen it happiness is probably my favorite movie next to pulp fiction and it's a little outrageous it's a movie that makes a child molester funny and that's all i'm going to say from todd salons mm. you can't really get it anywhere they sell the dvd on amazon but it's not streaming anywhere if you want to stream it, YouTube has the entire movie with no ads. Some kind soul put it up. It's really something to behold. All of his stuff is. If you like weird, yeah. fucked up, like, like holy shit, I can't believe someone got a budget to like make something this like glaringly fucked up. Palindromes is also very good as is mm. storytelling. Welcome to the Dollhouse, Dark Horse, Life During Wartime. Todd Sloan's movies are, he's, to me, probably him... And Quentin Tarantino are my top two guys because they both don't really have a miss. What are you doing? Maybe I cast you in The Movie Critic, my final film. It's upcoming. Great segue. Did you hear that Brad Pitt has signed on? Feet. <clears throat> oh, feet. He famously uh, is a fan of those. and He mm. puts them on the screen in his films. I They did announce Brad Pitt's going to star in his next film. I don't think he'll be the titular movie critic. I imagine he'll play like a cool movie star. I mean, it, Quentin did say he doesn't want to go the way of a big star for the lead role. Yeah. That's what, so I think Brad is a side guy, which is even fucking cooler. Hopefully he's still considering us for mm. the lead role, both of us as the Turkey Boys. 
in the titular role. As sad as it is, when I read that line, I had that thought. He was like a guy in his late 30s, and I'm like, I could pass for that. Yeah. Okay, how about me, Quentin? Yeah, that'd be sick. Fucking, what do you think of this take? I think this is too many movies where Brad Pitt plays an actor. Like, too many movies where Brad Pitt is in a movie about movies. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Babylon, and now this. I think that's too much. What do you think? Hmm. In my mind, this is going to be more of like a king of comedy kind of movie, and it may work. But I don't, so I'm not going to agree with you yet. But we'll see what capacity he's in the movie, if at all. That could have been a fake headline. So if if it's just like Babylon, I will say yes, because Babylon was a pile of shit. I don't understand what people saw in that fucking movie. I didn't hate it, but it's definitely like an uneven movie. That's probably too long. I think it's got some real good stuff in it. Yeah, it's like three hours and 45 minutes, and it just never sits still for one. It never breathes. It's so the movies. The last three minutes of that movie, it's a guy in a theater like just staring at the screen, and then they like literally go through like the history of movies showing clips from just a bunch of films like it has shots from avatar or in babylon <laughs> it's like just the weirdest movie i gotta be honest with you now that you're saying that i don't even think i finished it i think i got like two hours and 15 minutes in and bailed i mean i didn't hate it yeah it's from the guy who did whiplash and la la land damien chazelle <laughs> um Suits LA is moving forward with a pilot ordered to begin filming in March. I, I have that too. Yeah, NBC picked it up. The series follows Ted Black, who has reinvented himself while representing powerful LA clients. Uh, hey, it's, <laughs> I'm on Suits now. <laughs> Meet Ted. <laughs> Fucking, you are a big Suits head, famously. Are you going to watch Suits LA? I'm going to watch Suits LA every episode, Peter. What if we were on Suits? Oh shit, it's it's Ari Gold. <laughs> he, he's in this universe too. This is a crazy crossover. <laughs> the fact that Suits was like far and away the most streamed show in all of 2023 is insane to me. Lucy and I started watching Suits like four months prior to the craze and then got bored of it because there's an entire season of the same case a couple of times. And they just like every episode felt exactly the same. It's like, oh, who's going to get the best of whom? And it just I got I got real burnt down on it. And I love the I think that the characters of Harvey Specter and, and Mike, whatever his name is, were are both super interesting I like the Lewis Litt character, played by that guy who gets his penis chopped off in Hostel 2. Hmm. There's a lot about this show that's great. And mm. there's a lot about this show that's filler. And it's definitely dumb guy TV, if yeah. we're going to be honest. It's a USA original that's cut for commercials, and it's dumb guy TV. And the fact that it was as successful as it is, just because Netflix put it on the top page, is remarkable to me. It is funny that, yeah, because of that... NBC, this will probably be their like flagship show, Suits LA, will now be on uh, like the biggest network. I'm saying that in quotes. And it'll all end up back on Netflix and it'll blow up again seven years from now after it fails on NBC. Uh. I think the funny part about it is the fact that like so many people, this show languished on USA for a decade. Great word. No one gave a fuck. It sat there, it got like middling reviews. Middling. Like I think they kept it alive just 
because it was USA, they didn't have a lot else. I don't know. And then Sounds about right. they came out at the Emmys or the Golden Globes, I guess, the two main characters and made a joke. They were like, yeah, you know, we wouldn't know anything about that. A show getting popular late in its career or, mm. or whatever, late in its run. Mm. So I appreciate them breaking the fourth wall a little bit, but I, I don't know. And I did like the first couple seasons and I think that they do a good job with the characters, but then it just, to me, it felt like an episodic or rather yeah. uh, periodic kind of thing where it just is not going anywhere. Yeah. Did you see the first look at Jerry Seinfeld's Unfrosted has been re- revealed? Oh God, the fucking Pop-Tart movie? I know, I forgot he was doing this. That sucks. And seeing the picture, it's like him, Jim Gaffigan, Fred Armisen, Melissa McCarthy, Amy Schumer, Hugh Grant, and I thought an this awful was cast. gonna be something of a biopic. <laughs> it says it follows a made-up origin story for Pop Tarts, so it's not even like like Jerry I, Seinfeld. I was approaching this movie as like a history lesson. Like, I guess we'll maybe learn how Pop Tarts were created. Maybe that'll be interesting. You know, it would be a funnier origin story: the origin of his relationship with a fourteen-year-old girl in the nineties. <laughs> oh, Jessica. Unfrosted. Why don't we get in my Porsche and have some illegal sex? Okay. That would be like a much better film and more interesting, funnier. The fact that that just got like everyone looked the other way is such a funny piece of of comedy history. What was I supposed to do? Look how chesty she is. She's a babe with big fake tits. I took her back to my brownstone in Manhattan and we went over my Porsche collection. (laughs) Sounding like I'm not a humongous Seinfeld fan. I am. I love him. I just think it's funny that we don't talk about that. And I like to talk about the things we don't talk about. Like everybody gave Michael Richards shit for his Laugh Factory set where he's very racist and crazy, but everyone just kind of put their head in the sand with Jerry. I mean, what's the deal? The B movie, or sorry, B movie, was very, very bad, if memory serves. It wasn't good. Yeah. It uh, Even for an animated film, it was like not funny and poorly made. It's about a bee falling in love with a human woman. It's like, what is this? (sighs) Seinfeld, the TV show, is the funniest comedy television show in history by, I think, a large margin. So that being said, maybe, you know, take a walk from there. And it's just funny. These are the only things he's ever done. He did Seinfeld, the show. He made an animated movie called Bee Movie about a bee falling in love with a woman that everyone hated. And now he's made a Pop-Tart movie, a fake origin story about the creation of the breakfast treat, the Pop-Tart. Him just on a beach in St. Bart's with like Ted Sarandos and I don't know, Richard Branson. You know what would be great? A movie about Pop-Tarts. And they're like, amazing, splendid. Let's get it made, Jerry. Jerry, here's two bill. Yeah, whatever you need. Write a blank check for him, let him handle it. I don't know, maybe he'll wow us with this passion project. I'm surprised Jay Leno's not attached. Yeah. Yeah, if you hear about this, my wife Mavis is losing her mind. Yeah, maybe try raspberry. That'd be a good flavor. <laughs> make a raspberry pop yeah. tart. What's everybody's favorite pop tart flavor? That's part of my monologue now. Yeah. yeah. Jaywalking. Uh, an indie movie Jake Gyllenhaal was working on shut down after he showed erratic behavior, including uh, stripping to his underwear and diving into the freezing ocean, saying, When I see the sea, I swim in the sea constant script rewrite demands and doing his rehearsal in a Pepe Le Pew voice. I'm going to say all of that is safe and I'm a huge Jake guy. I see this as like he probably just like wanted to get out of a Uh. movie that he accidentally signed on for and was just being 
super fucked up. Well, now whatever the movie is, I really got to see it. Mm. If it's not, or is the movie dead? I think it's dead. Okay. It says fell apart got after it. he showed erratic behavior. I saw another headline that the director's denying that headline. Ooh. So maybe it's not dead is what my thoughts. And I don't remember what director it was, but it was like Jake Gyllenhaal, because they don't list who his name is in the headline, and I didn't read the article. Jake Gyllenhaal, director, says behavior was not erratic. And then now it's surfacing back up with like Taylor Swift fan negativity. And I said, no, you're being erratic. They should make a movie about the behind-the-scenes drama of this movie that may or may not get finished. Babylon 2. <laughs> what is your favorite Jake Gyllenhaal movie? I mean... Don't think about it. Fire it off. Probably Nightcrawler, as far as like a movie he's the star mm. of, performance-wise. I think that's a real home-run, fucked-up movie, and he's great in it. When I say I need or I want these things, or whatever, uh, I'm going to say that's probably a safe take. Maybe Prisoners. Mm. Prisoners, Nightcrawler, truly Donnie Darko, I think, is up there for me. You're a big Prince of Persia fan, if I remember. That might be his only, like, legitimate miss. Like, real, like, true, terrible dud. It's a bad one. That's for nobody. It's real bad. But, I mean, he got real jacked for it. I could understand taking a movie that you'd assume would be a tentpole family action movie. Like, mm. I don't, I get saying yes to that. They'll probably try to make that again now that video game movies are hip again. They'll probably take another whack at that. Can I take you to the sports corner? I would love that. Awesome. My dick get, is yeah, out. Keep it out while I find the cut. Fucking, okay. There it is. Okay. All right, men. All right, men. Fucking. Giselle Bunchen's mother is dead. A word. And someone stole a Jackie Robinson statue and set it on fire in Kansas. Wow. Stay tuned to the show for more important sports news like this and uh, make sure that you get your dick out and, and keep it out here at the Sports Corner. Okay, it's still out. It waned a bit when you talked about Giselle Bunchen's mother dying, but I'm going to try to stay hard. As long as you're hard uh, only to straight stuff that's cool and tough, then you can stay in the, in the corner with, <laughs> with the rest of the sports guys and yep. make that. sure you watch the Bruins. Sports! <laughs> Tom Brady. Good job hitting the post? <laughs> Question mark? Me, like that belabored post hitting every week with the sports corner is one of the things that I do best. But yes, they someone stole a Jackie Robinson statue and set it on fire and there was nothing left but the feet. And I had a big laugh despite it happening right at the beginning of the beginning, rather the beginning, beginning, <laughs> beginning of Black History Month, which is not cool to do that. How dare you? Mm. In February. That also made me laugh. There were there was all these people online because Michelle Wu, we're going local news here. Michelle Wu recently relocated a bunch of, we had, there was a whole bunch of migrants and everybody on the internet was saying like, she shut down the Roxbury Community Center on the first day of, of Black History Month. Mm. And uh, the people, I actually have an idea here and this is a woke take. Mm. Give black people a better month. What do you think? That's pretty chill. February is the worst, shortest month of the year. That is true. Give that, him a better month. I think that Mark Wahlberg is working on some stuff behind the scenes. Mm. I'm going to get them the best month. I got him a better month because of all those times I said the N-word in the 90s. Guess what? You can have a new month. It's got 33 days in it. 
Yeah. Wake up at 33 in the morning. Yeah. Do 33 push-ups, 33 pull-ups, go on the Ellen Show, fail on the first one. That's right. I mean, I think we have, oh yeah, Shane Gillis is hosting SNL, they mm. announced last night. That's pretty big. What do you think he's going to, because he's definitely going to mention the fact that, you know, his career took a completely different and I think better turn having been fired mm. or never really hired, period. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he, he should be, if anything, thankful because otherwise he might have just ended up like as a Colin Jost because he's probably good enough of a writer and funny enough to just be mediocre on that show forever. Yeah, now he's like better than ever, yeah. like thriving at stand-up. Instead, he'd be like lost on SNL. Everyone would be like, ah, shit, now Shane's just like stuck doing that. Him in like some woke writer's room, just getting his ideas cut in half. I'm mm. I'm very glad that that went the way that it did. I would consider it divine intervention that Shane was able to do his career the way that he did. Yeah, and that, I forgot that that was like a, a couple years ago. I thought it was just last year mm -hmm. when that was like three or so years ago at this point. I think it happened in 2020, like right in the midst yeah. of everybody getting canceled in the pandemic when everyone was just sitting at home on Twitter getting angry. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's very must feel great to be like now you're coming back as the host. It's mm. probably just sick. And people online were like, now he joins the elite club of people who got fired and then returned to host SNL. Robert Downey Jr. A lot of people forget he was ever on SNL. Chris Farley mm. was fired from the program, then returned to host. Norm MacDonald, Chris Rock, Julia Louis Dreyfus, and Adam Sandler. How do you do? All the basically best people who ever fucking were on the show yeah all like, of them it's like, that's a pretty cool like, hey good job lauren team. you know what my thoughts are is we let bowen yang run the writer's room for the next 20 years <laughs> bowen we fire anybody who's actually funny what do you think yes. new york city the knicks you know being jewish other stuff that i would talk about uh right i sound like dr evil <laughs> it's true um yeah, fuck Lauren. That 1975 SNL, 1975 movie, we discussed oh, yeah. that last week. I think that will probably be interesting, given I, mean, I like that kind of behind the curtain, I'm dying up here stuff. I bet that'll be like an annoying movie to watch, where like everyone's giving like a, no pun intended, SNL level impersonation of the SNL <laughs> characters that they were supposed to be playing from year, decades ago you may be right about that yeah there's a large uh turkey potential for that yeah i hope it's good it's like anything where someone's playing someone who's like crazily well known you can't help but just like be annoyed by mm. how i don't know off their performance can be i'm trying to think of an example biopics in general aren't lovely i'm, I'm not really a fan did you see that they're, they're doing the bob marley biopic yeah how does that grab you <laughs> boringly first of all it has the title is like bob marley colon one love it's like just do one of those yeah. it's and the trailer looks terrible i've seen a bunch of reviews because it premiered at some festival it's like people are just like it's a nothing it's like that aretha franklin biopic that came out two years ago that like they were like when they were making they're probably like wow you're gonna get the oscar and then just nobody on earth even saw it Biopics are dead. Superhero movies are dead. I am, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I could go the rest of my life with there never being another biopic and another, never being another superhero movie. 
Mm. Forever. Good. I'm I'm fine with it. Let's go. It's enough. Don't need him. No. Did you see that Hootie got arrested? I did. Was it for pot weed? I had drugs on me. They, they pulled me over because because uh, cops are racist and they found the drugs. That's a sneak peek of Weird Al's upcoming song <laughs> that covers uh, Darius Rucker's latest dalliance. I only don't want to die but police brutality. Oh. I don't. Nope. They didn't specify the drug in the article. They did not. Which I feel like it was weed, and they were making it sound like it was something more serious. But I don't know. You don't think it was like a duffel bag full of whippets? <laughs> I mean, that would have been sick. I only got a duffel bag full of whippets. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. squeeze all the cans in my mouth. Darius. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Is this anything? I'm in. I only want to be the beef. The Cracked Review, Hootie and the Blowfish's debut album, was uh, the first CD that I ever had. I got it as a gift for, I think, Christmas. Mm. Maybe you a sliding that into a boombox. <laughs> like, like, the hair standing up on your arms is <laughs> like, let her cry comes on. You dud. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> Time is such a cut. Him getting a second act as like a country guy is, I mean, I, I don't hate Wagon Wheel, but I also like people talk, like people being fans of his is yeah. kind of lame to me. I mean, I'm into it. I like his second act. I look forward to his third act. Him as like a chilled out weed guy. He's like a Snoop Lion type. All his songs are oh, oh. about uh, ganja. Who tizzle, blow izzle. You and me. What if uh, Hootie and Snoop were on uh, Family Guy? Hey, Snoop and (laughs) Darius Rucker, who famously was the lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. Word on the street is he hates being called Hootie, Mm. which I think is even more reason to call him Hootie. I mean, the fu- one of the funniest parts in so. Jerry Maguire is when he, uh, what you call it, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Tom Cruise are in the airport, and these kids come up to him, at, uh, come up to Cuba asking for his autograph, and he's like, "No, I am not Hootie," because mm. he's got the hat. Funny Cuba. Um, let's see. I'm almost out of news, but the situation's son choked on pasta the other day. He's mm. okay, but he choked. Okay. What a situation <laughs> that must have been. <laughs> It sounds wild. Hey, man, I'm going to give you the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah. Oh, oh no, my son's choking. <laughs> I better go GTL real quick. And then him like oh. doing sit-ups as his son's ah. esophagus closes up. But dad, why are you tanning? <laughs> I am choking to death. I got a girl pregnant. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like this, but, but the ch- <laughs> I do. Now, Jumpy Franklin. Oh, that jump. Cosby bit from Family Guy for anybody who might remember. This is this. Um, that is pretty wacky. The you know sick. what else is wacky, Hoops? Oh, it's, it's Bill. He's he's here. Just, I got your drink in my hand, and I'm going to put some stuff in Bill, there. Just don't, don't put pay anything in there. Don't, I don't, don't want you to put mind. anything in my drink, Bill. Oh, oh the drinking and the tr- pooping and the bipping. Oh, the pooping. I poop my pants. <laughs> oh, you pooped your pants, Help Bill. clean me up. I'm a mess. Bill, I will not be helping clean you up. My eyes are full of cataracts. I can't see, but I know how to rape a woman. 
I don't know why you're... That's it for me. <laughs> why did you come down here just to shit your pants, Bill? This is, this is so unprofessional. It's disgusting, frankly. I'm here to support... Felicia Rashad with her new endeavor, The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham. Oh, yes. So I guess we're going to have to stick around to see those review boo-ba-doo-ba-doos. Oh, I was surprised that <laughs> Felicia was in The Beekeeper. Her like, you guys took all of my money. What am I going to do? And Jason Statham roars in. Like, that's I got to take a pish. Do you have any more news? If you got anything else, let's go. But No, that's fine. I just, I'm like... Dizzy with hootie stuff here. Um, we'll we'll pitch, We'll come back and we'll talk about Felicia Rashad and her powerful performance in the Beekeeper. Have a go. You're such a sad. Ah, wow! <laughs> I'm back. Uh, during the break, I was having gay sex, and and here I am to do the second half of the show. Know what I'm saying? Ha ha. Well, I don't know what else you could possibly be saying that uh, left no wiggle room whatsoever. That was a nice tandem can opening. I was gonna say, were they sunk? That was sick. Um, Will, did you happen to see the new Jason Statham vehicle, the Beekeeper, which is now in theaters and also on uh, the there Digital. was a time where Jada and I tried to keep bees, and <laughs> the crazy part was they flew inside my open ass. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> I'm not surprised that you and Jada Pinkett Smith had a period where you're trying to save your marriage through beekeeping. I think I'm surprised we didn't hear about it on Red Table Talk. Yeah, man. The thing about it is there were some bees. Mm. And, you know, <laughs> they flew right up my ass. It was open. You did mention from, from, all of that. From the gay earlier. sex that I had yes, that with other part. men on the set. And, <laughs> and, you know, Jada made honey out of my ass. Wow. It was sounds... delicious. Unfortunately, the Jason Statham movie didn't get into such lore. But mm. now that I'm hearing it, it sounds like it's canon. Joe, get out of here. Come on, man. Every fucking week with this. We got... Do you have a summary of the beekeeper? Is it something we should just riff on? We got one of the the kitties here disrupting us. Do I have a summary of the beekeeper? I'm going to find one. Is it a movie you can summarize? Not really. It's kind of just a movie you need to like just let wash over you. It was one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he's revealed to be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as. Beekeepers. Did someone say clan? Um, I love that in addition to that, he's also literally a beekeeper. Mm. It shows him, and uh, as we mentioned before the break, uh, what is the Cosby woman's name? Uh, Felicia Rashad. Yes, him and Felicia Rashad are beekeeping. Then uh, some turmoil happens. This movie's basically John Wick, but instead of a guy who used to be a hitman being fucked with and his dog being killed it's jason statham as a beekeeper joe you got to get out of here his bees get fucked with and he goes on a you know he launches into a i must admit i thought it was kind of sad when they when they killed his bees i didn't like that part it was fucked up i know they were trying to set the stage for us to really not like these guys 
I, I don't know. This is yeah, like the movie. It's him taking down like Wolf of Wall Street type guys. Mm. Like he goes to a bunch of call centers where people are doing that type of stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I'm the I'm the beekeeper. I'm here to fucking shut this operation down." I'm wondering how many of these type of call centers really exist and not even in the way of like, you know, the, the penny stock thing from Wolf of Wall Street, like quite literally that, like they, I don't think they have anything that even resembles that anymore, but the, the, in terms of tricking people into giving away their credit cards in the, the way mm. that they're doing it here. He's like, Oh, it's the boys from telemarketers. This is yeah. a crossover event. This is crazy. What are you guys doing? Crack cane? I feel I'm trying to. I'm trying to say. What's your real rating on this movie? I noticed that you gave it five stars on Letterboxd. What's your real rating? As you mentioned earlier, I think you described it as like a dumb guy classic. Yeah, which it is, and it's exactly what I needed. I got home from work early the other day, saw that it popped up on this Fire Stick thing I have, and I haven't pressed play on a movie so quick in years. Mm. Sat there, watched the new Jason Statham movie, The Beekeeper. Had a great time. It's got fun action. It's cheesy, stupid. They got a bunch of serious actors. Acting very cheesy and stupid. Jeremy Irons. I was going to say, Jeremy Irons playing the father to that shithead from the Hunger Games got me good. He's like, bring all the beekeepers here at once. <laughs> like, the movie's fucking goofball city. It's, I have one note on it, though, and it's that... I have 45 uh, notes. Uh, one real note that I need that David Ayer to get his ears on this. Yes. When the cops are shaking them down and they're, who, who is this guy? What has he done? They, there's so many opportunities for Jason Statham to just look at the camera and say, I'm the beekeeper. Mm. And it never happens. There's like other people referring to him as the beekeeper. And he mentions my bees. Mm. That one time he's like, my bees. That got me good. But other, I needed him to flat out say the I, title. I could have used that and more stuff like that. Like him going, I'm the bees knees. Like really leaning into oh, A lot of bee puns. Yeah. I wouldn't have hated any of No, that. like this is pretty sweet. Like my honey. Yeah. <laughs> Did somebody say honey? Oh shit, it's Winnie the Pooh. He's, he's, pub, he's public domain now, so he can pop up in The Beekeeper. I'm going to take him on this adventure. Oh, Jason, I'm a little afraid of all the fighting and the violence, but it's, luckily I have my honey. How did I get so good at fighting? It doesn't matter. It's not important. I love how they spend about four seconds with retcon information on like how Jason Statham is so good at everything. They're mm. like, he took down 14 guards, all armed with no weaponry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you they, didn't. Also, this it took me a while to notice it. This was a bean set crime drama. Mm. The, the beekeeper takes place in Boston. They don't. It doesn't look like they shot it here at all. There's one exterior shot of like the John Hancock building, and that's it. The bean keeper. It's getting a green light. I almost just spit my diet coke out, and I don't even know why. It's not <laughs> that funny, but it is. Fuck. And like. In addition to being set in Boston, it also had that thing I love where people are arguing over whose crime scene it was. Mm. I saw it coming from a mile away. There's like, I was like, you know, the regular cops or whatever are approaching. I'm like, ooh, there's already like a subset of somebody there. Are they going to? And then it started bubbling up. Mm. I was I was having the time of my life watching The Beekeeper. Dan this enjoyed the movie with me. He also loved it. He declared it the movie of 2024, even though we're only in January. I think that's a fair call. We only got 10 more months. Actually, now it's February. So, but yeah, I, I don't see this movie being bested for the rest of the year. I think this that's will, it. This We're will done. Stay. This is this is what we'll be seeing win Best Picture a year and change from now at the 2025. Oscars. You know what would be funny is if this wasn't an action movie and it wasn't like 
the way that it, the entire way that it unfolded, rather, if it was just a movie about bees mm. and beekeeping. I kind of wanded more of that. Yeah. Like, no violence just, whatsoever. Like, there's a lot of scenes of him like literally silently just beekeeping. Mm. And I was just like, huh, this is interesting. I got my bees. Oh, yeah. And I loved how they didn't do anything to... They had a nice analogy with like all the assassins or whatever, the beekeepers. It's like they're the hive and... There's like a queen bee who's super important. I was like, this is fun and dumb. We're doing like, mm. you know, uh, that sort of thing. I have two favorite kills or beat ups in this movie. <clears throat> mm. One is when he chops the guy's fingers off with the saw. That was sick. And the other one is when he swings the fire extinguisher at the guy who cuts it in half with an ax and then he hits him in the face again with it. That was also sick. Yeah. I Got something in your eye? Yeah. Hate that. Boy, the fight scenes that. were like dope in this, though. Like, even if you can't get on board with a kind of cheesy movie that's like, oh, no. the beekeeper, fucking Statham stuff, like, the fights are cool. Oh, if yeah. you like fight scenes, he's beating people up in dope fashion. This is like an unspoilable, dumb guy, fun romp that does, I'm just going to tell a part that happens towards the end. If you're going to call this a spoiler, I don't think it is. He beats up all those guys and then he's going to take off and he like has a duffel bag on the beach with a bunch of scuba gear in it. Classic. Him like pulling the thing out of the sand and unzipping it made me laugh so fucking hard. That was dope. That's cool guy action movie stuff. Like, of course, I'm prepared for any possible scenario. I've got fucking like go bags on every beach. I'm the fucking beekeeper. I'm Lucy the- hated every second of this movie. <laughs> like everything. She was like, this is so fucking stupid. I was like, shh. What'd you hate about it? Mini driver, slumming it. Is she home? Can we get her down here for a, a beekeeper review? Getting her down here to do a review of the beekeeper would be <laughs> nearly impossible. We'd have a better chance of almost... We'd probably have a better chance of getting Jason Statham on the show before my wife. Yeah, the turkey boys. I heard what you said about Expendables 4, hoops. And <laughs> I'm fucking... I'm, I'm absolutely knackered. And you fucking toss her. Oh, she is Joe. She's He's- back. Lucy spent half the movie Googling where Jason Statham is from in northern London. Right. Uh, Northern England, rather. Felicia Rashad has just been on autopilot since her last comedy or Cosby show check, and I already did Cosby. Hmm. What about... This had just a lot of fun, like, cheese ball stuff. Uh, There's two scenes where someone's, like, pointing a gun at him, and he grabs it and takes it apart in, like, three seconds. That's dope action movie stuff and they, i like when they, never do the, they pull the slide and the bullet comes out of the chamber it's like, i took the bullet out too just in case you got you think about doing something with that i kind of want to learn how to take apart a gun really fast even if i never shoot a gun just for those that an instance like that imagine how cool you would feel after doing that right can you imagine if some, there was somebody in that movie theater in aurora colorado and they just took apart james holmes's gun and then what's he gonna do Nothing. Nothing. Gun, gun's taken. Well, I guess I'm out. He just leaves and all the people live. Yeah. Could have been there. Could have saved the day. Wow. Instead, I just took a shit in that movie theater with Monty <laughs> while Monty watched Guard. This is going to be the next Terminator movie. Ank traveling through time after getting gun training and not training how to use them, training just how to take one apart mm-hmm. in cool guy fashion. Then we're going to send him back in time to undo the Aurora, Colorado shooting. The click of the slide and then the, bu- the bullet comes flying out is one of the coolest moves ever. And you can be like, come with me if you want to live right. with all those people. And then I'll take that shit. <laughs> nice logo. <laughs> you on the toilet, like... 
what with like the chain link fence and the flames behind me yes it's a nuclear mm. shit mm-hmm. that you're taking mm-hmm. mm. did you watch uh the sexy beast show on paramount plus <laughs> by any chance uh, i did fall asleep to it mm. at some point i think i mentioned this that's something where i'm just like what are the people doing the only people who remember the sexy beast movie are us and similar like-minded psychos Sexy Beast? The fact that they're like, yeah, it's a prequel now. It's on stars. It's got a whole different guy. It's got nothing to do with anything. Is it that cool of a title? Anytime they remake something, I'm like, did you just want this title? Why are you doing this? Why like the this Get happen? Shorty show? Yeah. Huh. That didn't need to exist. Sure what did. was that on Epics? <laughs> it was. That's a shame. It sure Right is. up next to Godfather of Harlem. I, I just don't think you guys understand how good Godfather of Harlem really was. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. I'm so starstruck. From You're... day one, I had my eyes on the prize with Godfather of Harlem. Mm. That, uh, oh, your Did eyes you get on it? the prize. <laughs> because I have a, a problem with my eyes. Yes. So that's why that was funny. It's very lazy. Yep. I'm not talking about your eye. I'm talking about... <laughs> that, uh... Got him again, Hoops. Good for you, my man. <laughs> my voice hurts. I mean, it's worth it. I wish the Forrest Whitaker was in the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith show on Amazon Prime, which just premiered. It's got Donald Glover mm. and Maya Erskine, the gal from Pen15. Oh, God. And uh, it was supposed to be Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She had to like back out at the last second to probably do reshoots for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny or some fucking piece of shit like that. She still has like $8 million from uh, from Prime too, or from Amazon yeah. for that, you know, five picture deal or whatever the fuck she got after the first season of Fleabag and then just never did anything again. That's what people do. <clears throat> when you get to a certain level in Hollywood, you make a deal with one of the big production companies it's like oh yeah they sent me for a five-year deal but it's not for anything in particular and then those years just pass and you're just like oh i just got paid like a hundred mil for starting a bunch of projects that literally never came my to thoughts be. as well too they almost as if jeff bezos paid her to not go anywhere else Probably. like in his mind fleabag would have taken off and then she heads over to HBO and just does HBO shows forever and he can't have her anymore. So they pay you $5 million or whatever, $500 million to just kill your career. Yeah. It must be funny to have that kind of power. It's like, let me just disrupt. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll just change the future of movie making just on a lark, on my opinion on turkeys. But yeah, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith show, I'm not hating it. I famously gone on the record on this here program saying that the movie starring Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie is an underrated classic. Mm. Something of a masterpiece of the rom-com action genre, of which there are not many entries. I don't think this show is as good. Donald Glover does not have uh, quite as much chemistry with this gal as Brad Pitt did with Angelina Jolie. And I was saying earlier, Donald Glover, I like him when he's in goofy, like yeah. fun mode and everything since Atlanta and since he became like a huge deal, he's always like just being cool. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm just being really cool over here. Just being quiet, cool. Just Yeah, he's trying to come across as, as if he's common. 
That's yeah. like to me. That's the career trajectory that he's trying to mimic, and it's hey, not working. Hey, listen, Donald. Look, you're trying to steal my whole thing, and that's my thing that hey, I do. How you do when we're both never, doing the common never voice. Be as cool as I am. Did you I'm ever see gonna... sixteen blocks? Do you Wait, remember? that was most deaf. Sorry, man. I was in uh, <laughs> Knock Around Guys or whatever Dude. the fuck that Ray Liotta movie was. How about that scene in John Wick Two where me and John Wick are shooting each other, but like there's a bunch of people around and our guns are silenced and no one notices and it's real cool. I do like that. Scene, but that also reminds me of the time when I was in that scene with Jeremy Piven and Smoking Aces, where I'm in the bathroom oh, trying shit. to kill him with a playing card with a knife on it. That's a pretty fucking dope scene. Yeah, too. man, it's cool that we're both I mean, doing this voice. Why don't we do the whole review and I the mean, rest of the reviews in the voice? I don't know why they didn't cast me as Lando Calrissian in Solo. I, I think I would have been terrific in that. Also, do you know that I'm like married to Serena Williams or something? Did I, you ever see that movie that I did where it was like a, a weird offbeat indie? romantic comedy with mary elizabeth winstead and i played the love interest uh, yes actually common i watched all of it and i couldn't believe what, how much i didn't like it what was that called again like out of focus <laughs> yeah, it was called like fucking it was called home. like ordinary nights or something yes. I don't know, whatever something like that mary elizabeth like, winstead like i'm kind of chesty but um common and i are an item she's a babe yeah uh, yeah He's probably hung like a Coke can, huh? Nice big thick trode. No, he's probably got a nice Terrence Howard on him. What, like a penis that's in tears at all times? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My dick is so small, I am crying. Terrence Howard going on talk shows, talking about how little money he made for Hustle and Flow is always so funny to me. Him like, they paid me $20,000 and then it won a Grammy and then it won an Oscar and I got nothing. In case people don't remember, Terrence Howard showed his dick in a movie back in the day, <laughs> and it's it's like a micro penis. Is it? The, yes, it's to the point where it's like I can't believe you let this get released like this. This should have like ruined your career from the get go. Your boy forgets that. Uh, well, I'll send you some pics. We'll, I need to see it. We'll yeah. find it. Ter- just Google Terrence Howard's micro penis for those at home. Oh my God, it's gone viral again. But yeah, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith show, it's, you know, I only watched the first episode. I think there's two up. I'll give it a go for a bit. I'm not like loving it. It's something. Just bouncing back and forth between that and Reacher season two. Mm. I'm kind of, I'm behind on Reacher. My love for Reacher kind of hit a, a halt, mm. unfortunately. I was all jazzed on the idea, like, we're Reacher guys. I'm watching Reacher. Yeah, us liking Reacher was fun while it lasted. And we, Lucy and I ripped through the first season. And then the second season just falls off a cliff. It's mm. like, did you change, like, writers, showrunners, everybody, except for Alan Richson here? Like, because this isn't much, fucking working anymore. That much of a drop? Yes. It's Fuck. a precipitous drop, Ooh. if you will. It literally goes from one of my favorite Whoa. dumb guy shows on television to just a show. Wow. Reacher. Unfortunately. That's fucked up. Well, the jerks start called. They're running out of you. Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> Him fighting people? Why? <laughs> it seems like a show that George would like. I've been watching Reacher. George with like a Alan Richson poster in his bathroom. Who is this? Uncle Leo? Um, I think at this moment in time, I'm going Uh-oh. to reveal that I watched almost all of Wonka last night. <laughs> How does that grab you? That sucks. Yep. What's going on there? <laughs> I like that this is like, like you want to talk? Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> you good? I just thought I'd watch the new hit movie Wonka starring uh, A-list actor Tim Chalamet. 
And uh, this is another movie that's still in theaters, but now available on demand. I've got a summary here. I'll, I don't have one. I'll just have to make one up. This uh, unnecessary prequel, question mark, explores the origin story of chocolatier candy man <laughs> William Wonka. We know you like Mountain Dew, Candyman. <laughs> yeah, they should have cast me as Wonka. Dean Cain as, like, Augustus Gloop's mother. <laughs> but, yeah, this movie... <clears throat> I saw a lot of people whose opinions I respect be like, it's actually pretty good and charming. It's from the guy who directed Paddington and Paddington 2. What's his name again? Like Hugh Downs or something? I can't... Close. Paul King. Mm. And you're a Paddington guy, correct? I enjoyed Paddington a lot. And Paddington... People always say Paddington 2 is better and that it's the highest... It was... It is now, actually, the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. I'm going to say the first Paddington is way better. That's, oh, yeah, I remember this. That's my take. hot take. I mean, they're both pretty cute and charming and way better than they should be. Do you fill up a little bit when you watch Paddington? I mean... Wondering what's under the coat? <laughs> oh. Huh? Wondering about the teddy bears D.I.? Oh, yeah. I do. You guys can't see this. I'm winking. Remember that song, The Teddy Bears Picnic? Uh, Today's the day <laughs> the teddy bears have the picnic. Yeah, that's a cut. But see if I can find it. Unfortunately, Wonka, sorry. Wonka didn't like grab me in the same way. I went into it. I went in like with a clean slate. I was like, let me maybe be whisked away by Wonka. Mm. <laughs> I was like, that'd be funny if I liked Wonka. And I tried my darndest, and I gotta say, I really did not love the picture. It has. It's a musical, which they're like hiding the fact that that's what it is. All the songs are forgettable and not really toe tappers. Tim Chalamet, not much of a singer, but they have him doing it. Oh, it's his voice? I think. Like horribly, it should have been horribly dubbed. It's just, he's like talk singing. Mm. He's doing the like, like, hey, it's me. It's like, it's just like kind of. People love him. I guess. And I don't, I think the only thing he's ever worked in for me was Dune. And like he's funny in Ladybird as like a kudja. Can you even believe? He's working for me, <laughs> Timmy. Uh, he's got the stuff. Dune Two will never come out. Austin Butler's Elvis voice <laughs> is good. <laughs> but I don't know. In this movie, <clears throat> it was just. It had like moments of charm, mm. like Wonka's got a family now, or like a found family, like a pack of rascals who were trying to help him achieve his fucking candy-based dreams. Hey, how you doing, Wonka? Oh, it's uh, oh, thank it's you very Aust- much. Austin Butler's Elvis is here. Did you see Wonka, Austin Butler's Elvis? I was uh, gonna watch it, but uh, you know, whoo I couldn't oh. finish, couldn't uh, find it on television. Oh. I don't have that fire stick. You know what I mean? Hoo-hoo. You'd probably love it if Wonka Rodney Rodney Elvisfield. You'd probably love it if Wonka made a uh, like peanut butter and banana soaked fucking. I fell in the river and that's how I died. Oh, you uh, died like Augustus Gloop. I guess, like yeah, on the toilet or drinking, choking on his own vomit. It. It. But yeah, the 
Timmy, the songs. It had one bit that was kind mm. of funny where Keegan Michael Key, who <laughs> will do anything, if you like are working on a home video that you want some some extras to fill out the camera for, give Keegan Michael Key a call. He will be there. <laughs> His resume is like two drunk guys playing darts. Yeah. Just like, you know, I'm going to get it. Just like that movie, like oh, friends from college, jump right back into season eleven of Key and Peele. He pops up in some like look at his IMDb. You'll be amazed at. You'll be like, there's no way this guy is just doing this. Much I'm gonna stuff. do it right now. I bet you he has like six hundred and fifty credits. Oopsie daisy. But he, he plays a cop in Wonka. Who uh, there's a running gag with there's like a chocolate mafia. It's a very silly movie, but like it knows it's silly. It's almost fun at moments, but overall, meh. But Key is a, a cop who has to keep going to all his cop buddies, say, like, I swear I'm not being, uh, you know, they think he's being uh, bamboozled by the mm. chocolate mafia because he's gained an outrageous amount of weight. <laughs> he's like... He's, he's like exploding through his outfit. And he's like, why do you guys think I'm taking bribes from the chocolate mafia? It's a good bid. And it almost makes me want to recommend Wonka. I'm, I was going to say, you're kind of selling me on it when it's free, at least. I'm not yeah. going to pay for it. I already paid $20 to watch the fucking beekeeper. I'm not, I'll, I'll wait till Wonka's free and I'll take it in. That's the one bit where I was like, this is working for me. That does work. That's funny. Yeah. Also, Keegan Michael Key has 130 acting credits alone on IMDb <laughs> and like seven producer credits, six writing credits. And I want to say a few directing as well. Yeah, that's probably like more things than Robert De Niro has been in, <laughs> in his entire career. You insulted already. me a little bit. Keegan, <laughs> <laughs> your work. It's no good. <laughs> He like realizes that he's on set with Keegan Michael Key and he does the phone booth thing from Goodfellas. <laughs> green light. Oh, green light. Green Twice. lights. All right. Yeah. And uh, while watching Wonka, Dan said <clears throat> that this is like watching a high school play performance, referring to Timothy Chalamet in a huge budget blockbuster. Have you ever seen Timothy? Speaking of that, Timothy Chalamet's like the old leaked clips of him being a drama geek in high school. No, but this was. This is like what this yeah. movie, yeah. It's, he is that guy. So Dan is right on the money with that because like there's a lot of videos of him like on stage in what looks like high school auditoriums no. doing dumb shit. He had a great take. He was like, I feel like his mom is right off camera going like, Timmy, you're doing so good. <laughs> like you're crushing this. Poor kid. I mean, I, yeah, I can't <laughs> recommend Wonka. I was excited to come in here and be like, you know what, folks? I'm a fucked up asshole. I loved Wonka. What but next? You're gonna say like I you rewatched Beautiful Boy and like ordered the laser disc for Rainy Day in New York and what? then settled in for a book club about the screenplay adaptation of Netflix's The King? What? I'm, what do you mean you were on set with me? I thought Wonka was terrific. It was whimsical. I liked it even more than Paddington. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's all for Wonka. I kind of want to watch it now. You sold me on it. I mean, Keegan, it's like you're so clearly being bribed with chocolate. Look how fat you're getting. Him being real fat's funny. <laughs> Friends from College Season 2 was funny. Got no credit. It Nobody talked about it ever. They shouldn't have. No, no, no. As I mentioned in the thread the other day, that's I like everyone involved in that show, acting and like creative behind the scenes wise. 
and I can't go to bat for that show. It deserved to get canceled. Even that stuff with uh, Fred Savage? I mean, Fred Savage is pretty good. Playing a gay guy? That sounds good. Maybe I'll rewatch it all and discover that you're right. I watched a clip the other day of Fred Savage's appearance on Boy Meets World where he is a college professor teaching Topanga and he makes a pass at her in her dorm room in a creepy fashion. And Ben Foster, is it Ben? Or, um, ben Savage? Ben Foster, Jesus Christ. Ben Savage has to punch his brother in the face. I haven't. It's a bad punch, if memory. He like kind of like shove hits him. It's, I don't know. The whole thing is... It's a funny scene, and it's something that, like, at the time was supposed to be a very serious look at, like, either domestic violence or meet the Me Too era in the 90s. Mm. But it, you know, them acting opposed of one another and supposed to be rivals when they look so much alike does not work at all. Savage. They're both legends in Mm. my eye. Boy Meets World, BMW. I tried to do a Wonder Years watch at some point when I was living in California by myself and I was bored. I think I got like one season in and I was like, what am I doing? Watch what you do. <laughs> Have a goo. Whatever happened to that guy who played the father? He's got it. I feel like he died a terrible death. Um, the father on BMW? Do you can remember his name? I'll be No, no, no. On um, the Wonder Years. Oh, I have no idea. Mm. That like be a man caricature? <laughs> be a man. And I'm trying to think what else I watched this week. Might be. Oh, we've been doing a girls rewatch. Did I mention that? No, but tell me what season you on. Six. We're almost done. Oof, that rough final season. I enjoyed season six. What do you think? Mm, Hot take. I mean, I'm glad you're digging it. I remember I I loved that show. Mm -hmm. Seasons one through three, that's like the funny, one of HBO's funnier, better shows. And then I think they just, they lost the plot. They They, just have Lena getting naked more and more and more and like mm. showing her like pubic hair. And to me, it still works. Like I had a big laugh at her sunning her vagina on a deck somewhere after a love scene with Riz Ahmed. Yeah, the, the show ends with like her having his baby and she's like alone in a cabin with her mother and Marnie. It's a mess. I forgot about that. Spoiler alert, folks. A fucked up mess yeah i honestly i'm loving the rewatch i'm i it's a, a case can be made for any of the characters being the best guy on the show mm. i do like there's a lot of good guys on girls you got adam driver pretty oh, yeah. huge fame the guy who played ray alex karpovsky god he's a scene stealer he has like 67 credits on imdb i couldn't name any of them i had to look him up the other day because i could never remember his name so then i got his name and i was like all right how many credits does this guy have it's like 67 what i can't name a single other thing that he's done he when girls was popping he directed a movie that's like one of the indiest indies holy I've shit ever i've seen. definitely seen that too what's it called like going up to the windows or something i, I think know. it's called going up to the windows <laughs> a film by alex karpovsky um <laughs> But Visionary director Alex Karpovsky. What? I think he's too... From the imagination of Alexander Karpovsky. Did you love that uh, that big Vanderpump Rules premiere? Holy shit, I forgot to mention that. It was decent. They're laying the groundwork for some good stuff. Oh, groundwork. Mm. Okay. This wow. is a show that I think everyone should get into. I saw that you and Dan tried and couldn't, mm. unfortunately. I like the idea... I, a random episode was on TV. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the show Ank's all about. And we were watching it. And you were like, oh, you need to watch the, the first nine seasons. You can't mm. just jump in. You can't just jump in. You don't. <laughs> there's so much context. 
I mean, how could there be that much context? It's outrageous. Um, Sandoval, or Scandoval is the biggest Scandoval. thing. Tom Sandoval cheating on his girlfriend. Wow. That's the big, big thing happening right now, and you need to understand it from the ground oh, up. Is that what people on the show call it, Scandoval? Uh-huh. That, that's funny. Yeah. That's a good bit. Oh, yeah. It's honestly, it was a great premiere. Uh, laid the groundwork, like I said. I, I'm, I have high hopes for uh, this season. And The Bachelor season 28 is not great. I'm a little, it's a little slow. And it's almost like having a Bachelor who's relatively likable, which they have achieved with Joey, woo, uh, is mm. makes the show less interesting. It's more fun when you get to dislike the guy throughout the process. So, you know, not loving The Bachelor. Not loving Married at First Sight season 17. Mm, I'm not. really excited about Vanderpump Rules season 11 or whatever the fuck this is. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's pretty much all I got. Yeah, until we see Argyle. We're all just biding our time. That's true. Argyle. Any day now we're going to watch Argyle, I promise. Yes. I'm looking at the... I don't... I feel like something fun comes out in theater soon. I can't think of it in this moment. I mean, I'm just waiting for the beekeeper too. Mm. Oh wait, we got Madam Web coming up. Are we gonna see that in the theater? We are not. Huh? Okay. Who's that for? No one. That's Dakota Fanning, like my dad and my mom would really like it if I got this role. It's Dakota Johnson, but I wouldn't hate if Dakota Fanning was. <laughs> Did Madam I say Webb. Fanning? Yes. <laughs> Boy, I sure would like to fuck that Dakota Fanning. <laughs> that Jim Norton joke from when she was like 11 years old. I think that was a Monster Rain bit. That got me so, so good. Him like, that's the way to ruin a dinner party or something. I don't know. Mm. It's very, it's not funny anymore because now she's 27 years old, but this is an old bit. She was 27 bloody years old. 16 years old. But yeah, so, I mean, Valentine's Day is coming up. Are you going to be seeing Madam Web or Bob Marley colon One Love? That's the big question, folks. Can you imagine going to see One Love on Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. I can and will. Audience full of dickheads smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. It's all good. Who got high before this? Stand in the front in the beginning. It's uh, it's Irie. Is is that a thing? Uh, (laughs) It is. It is a thing that uh, Jamaican guys say. Indeed. Wagwam. Was that enough? It was, man. (laughs) That was enough. And Did Bob Marley die of cancer? I or was he, he shot did. or something? <laughs> was Bob Marley shot or did he die of cancer? Email in enough the podcast <laughs> at gmail.com and let us know. Or shoot us a DM to enough the podcast on Instagram. Wow. Uh, or podcast enough on Twitter or X. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Season. You can find Rye at Ank underscore fit. Nailed it. Or at ankfit.com. Wow. Or benefits.net. Right. Bart. Org. Or org. fruitful.net. Fruitful.net. Slash. Monty. Yes, hello. <laughs> Is there any other kind? Shit, shit, shit. Um, yeah. I keep feeling like this. I feel like you some got something else. Yeah. I forgot it's gone. And we'll just see you at Argyle. All right. Listen, buddy, I got to go, but thank you. Buddy.
Madame Webb. <coughs>